Welcome to Heart Sounds, where we explore the spiritual life with the aim of living well. I'm your host, Steve Harper. If you listened to the last episode, you know that we began a new round of topics that I'm entitling The Grand Story. The spiritual life is older than any of the world's religions. And so I want to spend some time in this podcast series looking at that grand story, that that inclination to live well that precedes the world's religions. Uh, Last week, I gave you an overview of five aspects of the grand story. Today, I want to begin to work through them one at a time. And today, we look at singularity. Ultimate reality. God, if that language is comfortable for you, is one. And that tells us something about who God is, and it tells us something about who we are. I was taught to view religions as either polytheistic or monotheistic, and that's correct on one level. This is not a course in world religion, so I'm not going to get into the nuances of that distinction, but I want to say that when you look at it in terms of spirituality, all the world's religions point to oneness. This was a a blessed discovery that I made some years ago. For example, in Hinduism, there's Brahman. In Taoism and some of the Chinese religions, there's Wei. The Greeks had Logos. Judaism had the I Am. Christianity brought that forward with an emphasis on Yahweh. Islam has Allah. Some of the primal and indigenous religions have the spiritual life in a oneness with nature or the great spirit. Even when there are multiple deities, you see, there's a singular reality to which they all point. And what does that have to do with the reality? What does that have to do with God? Well, it says several important things. First, it speaks of the eternal. God is from everlasting to everlasting. Uh, We don't understand this. Uh, No beginning, no end, um, eternality. It's It's beyond our ability to grasp it. But it means that God is alive and dynamic and ever becoming. Science is confirming this today in cosmology and all the way down to the genome. I'll link some things on the Heart Sounds page to uh, take you into this idea of the eternality of all things. It also says that God is the source. First book in the Hebrew Scriptures is called Genesis. Uh, it's a book about origins. How did things begin? And what we see there is that they're in the hands of a creator, not a cloner. So that in that very first creation story, the word kind, create things according to their kind. And even today, we don't know how many kinds there are because species and phylums and all these things are coming and going, coming into new versions and others becoming extinct, but all from from one source. Then there's pervasiveness. God creates the heavens and the earth. That's the writer of Genesis way of saying God made everything. Everyone, everything, all that is, comes from this reality. But even more, fourthly, it's an indwelling. God not only creates, God is in what God makes. God is all in all. Jeremiah the prophet talks about this, the fullness of God in all things. What does it have to do with us? Well, these four qualities that I've mentioned, eternality, God being the source, the pervasive presence, and the indwelling one within us means 
these things for us. It means the spiritual life is not a fad. Now, there are fads. There are things that come and go in spirituality. Some of them are good, some of them not so good. Uh, We do move from one thing to the other. It's hard for us to stay focused on one thing for a long period of time. But that hunger and thirst in your heart is not a fad. It, It precedes the world's religions itself and goes all the way back to the beginning of all things. Secondly, the spiritual life is not peripheral. This instinct for the divine, or whatever else you would call it, is not over on the edge somewhere. It's something that uh, we're moving in all the time. It's the air we breathe. It's the sights that we see. It's the life that we're living. It's at the core and the center of our existence. Thirdly, the spiritual life is not separate. It's not a category over there that you visit, you know, certain days of the week or certain seasons of the year. It's not a topic that you address now and then. It's, It's part of everything that we are and everything that we do so that we can say, fourthly, the spiritual life is a participation in life itself. See, we are entering into, we are participating in the life which has been with us from the very beginning. We are co-creators and co-experiencers of that life. So we could say it this way, in the one, we are one. We experience in ultimate reality. We experience in God a wholeness, and we experience a connection with God and with everyone and everything else. These are two very important things. This is not abstract theology. This is not pie-in-the-sky speculation. Singularity is important because we're living in a fragmented world. We've lost our sense of wholeness. We live in a divided world. We've lost our sense of connection. So you see, we're in the grand story about recovery and restoration and renewal, and we begin with the singularity of who God is, and we find life in understanding reality and God in that way. Well, as this episode draws to a close, I want to thank you for listening. I hope that what you've heard has been helpful. I hope that you'll be a regular listener to the Heart Sounds podcast series. If you know others who'd be interested, please tell them about it so they can get connected with us. And remember, I have created the Heart Sounds Facebook page to support and enrich your listening experience here. You can connect with me on the Heart Sounds page too by leaving your comments or asking your questions. Be on the lookout for the next Heart Sounds episode. It's coming soon.